Selfish Sesh would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that this podcast was recorded and produced on, the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples of the East Kulin Nations. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Welcome back to the Selfish Sesh. Now, I am really, really excited for today's episode because I decided to do something a little bit different and have a bit of fun along the way. And I was inspired because recently in my work, in my day-to-day job, I have started using AI a lot more. It's really becoming an increasingly used tool for what I do. And I'm finding it really helpful for, you know, finding thought starters. I've even been using a chat GPT in particular for some of my podcasting stuff, especially when it comes to writing podcast bios, because I can never be fucked doing them. And also for writing social media posts, because as you would be well aware, my social media has been dead for a long time now. I've really struggled to, you know, find the time and the energy and the effort to really focus on that. I have been having so much fun with ChatGBT and it took me a little while to get used to it and, you know, working out what to write and how to, you know, form a really great prompt to get the answers that I've wanted. But A hundred percent, no matter what you do for work and especially if you are in something like what I do with content creation or you just need something to kind of spark some inspiration, a hundred and ten percent, make sure that you check it out. This is not sponsored. Clearly, I wish I was sponsored by ChatGPT. Anyway, I've gone on like a little bit of a tangent, but what I've done today is I've actually created this prompt in ChatGPT to generate questions that it can ask me. So I will be interviewing myself from ChatGPT. So I am actually getting interviewed by AI right now, which is insane if you have to think about it. Basically, what I did was I said to ChatGPT, I typed in that I was wanting to get some sample interview questions for a podcast interview with myself and then I explained who I was, wrote a few things about what I did, what my podcast was about and what my main topics of discussion usually are around. We're going to get into it and we're going to learn more and more about me by what ChatGPT has asked me. I haven't even read these questions. It's produced seven and you know we can always ask more but let's go. So firstly I've been asked what inspired you to start your podcast and how do you come up with the content for each episode? Great question, ChatGPT. I first started my podcast. It's been around for three years now, which is a little bit wild. It was during one of the lockdowns. I'd always been really fascinated by podcasts and the audio industry. And I just started to have all these opinions about the podcasts that I really loved and listened to and thinking maybe there were things that I could do better, which in reality, no, I can't. Podcasting is a lot harder than it seems. 
But I think it was really important for me to just throw my hat in the ring and, and really have an understanding of like why my opinions were there. Uh, and during that time too, I'd just come out of like a really heavy and dark bout of, you know, mental illness and struggles with my mental health. That for me, I really wanted a platform where I could share how I kind of came out on the other side and became like a positive ray of light, which isn't true all of the time, but some of the times it is. Uh, So that's why I started it, because I really wanted to share my self-love journey, which I certainly am 100% still on. And then how do I come up with content for each episode? It really depends. So I am a publicist full time. So that's where my background is in PR. So as soon as I launched the podcast, I literally just sent out media kits to every PR agency I know. And from there, I... I often get pitched guests or topics from PR agencies. And then also I find that the podcasting community, especially, you know, these people that are up and coming, like where I'm at, everyone is so welcoming. So usually, you know, it's like, I'll go on your podcast if you come on mine. And it's really nice. And we can kind of talk about, you know, what we want to talk about. But in terms of topics as well, I think for me, it's really important to really represent the conversations that me and my friends are having, because I think those conversations are also being had all over the country. The next question is, you often discuss topics such as being happily single, dating in this day and age, and finding self-love. How have your own experiences influenced your views on these topics, and what advice would you give to someone who may be struggling in these areas? Well, I think they're three very different topics. I think being happily single, that is something that I talk about, and I probably portray online more than I am sometimes. I think being single to me really is a role coaster a lot of the time sometimes I'm, I'm very happily single and right now I am I'm not really dating but there's times that I find it really hard I just kind of came out of a situationship with a guy that I, I really really cared about that was really rough for me to get out of it I think I, I think it didn't really have a clean end and yeah I, I, I thought it was something more maybe And yeah, I was really sad after that. You know, I'm not going to lie. I cried like every night for a few weeks and then I got over it. But yeah, my own experiences in that topic definitely influences how I talk about these topics. And I think when it comes to dating in this day and age, like a really good example is I was recently on a podcast with Emily Duncan from That's Orgasmic and we were talking about dating in this day and age. And I said, I had deleted all dating apps and that was true. I wasn't on dating apps for a good four months at the start of this year. Am I on them now? Yes, I am. And I think, you know, as humans, we're able to change our mind whenever we want. We are complex people. We, what we need and what we desire changes from moment to moment. Uh, And then in terms of finding self-love, I think that's something that I, sometimes I find comes really easy to me. And I'm quite good at speaking about it because I've come from a place of really, really low self-esteem where I hated everything about me from how I looked, from who I was innately inside that, yeah, I think it was really important for me to deal with that. I also have not answered half of this question, which is what advice would I give to someone who who is struggling in these areas? Again, it is totally different for all three topics, but I think, you know, just sticking to that self-love idea. My main advice is just to get to know yourself. And when you learn about all your little unique points of difference, that's when you really start to learn who you are and you learn to love it. 
And, you know, for me, I think a lot of like where my self-love was disappearing was the fact that I didn't like what I looked like. I've never been a skinny, traditionally beautiful person. And when I say traditionally beautiful, I mean, I didn't look like the girls in the magazines that I idolized when I was a young girl. So I literally would stand in front of a mirror and I would chant like, I am beautiful. I am smart. I'm worthy of happiness over and over again. And Anyone who is at rock bottom, I always say, do your mirror mantras and your whole perspective on the day changes. You you will feel like an idiot at the start, but trust me, it's worth it. Okay, next topic. Mental health is a topic that you're passionate about discussing. In your opinion, what are some effective ways to prioritize and maintain good mental health, especially during challenging times? It is a topic that I am very, very passionate about. Mental health should be talked about how we talk about our physical health. It is not always going to be in perfect condition, but it is something that we always constantly need to work on. So, you know, we go to the gym and we eat healthily to make sure that we're looking after our body and giving it the love that it deserves. But what do we do for our mind? Now, for me, whenever I'm going through a really, really bad phase, and I recently have just got out of one, uh, When my recent situation ended, I also found out some like annoying professional news that really kind of cut me where it hurt. Anyway, I was just going through a really rough time and I I just like couldn't really handle another rejection. So what I kind of told myself was that I was allowed to be sad. I let myself be sad. I didn't simmer on it. I wasn't going like, oh, woe is me. But I also was like... You've had some shit things happen. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be disappointed. You're allowed to lay in this. But also don't make any changes right now. Like don't go on dates right now because you're not ready. Don't, you know, go party your life away right now because, again, you're not ready. Like you're allowed to sit with your emotions, but you don't have to react to them and like do this big song and dance with them I I think that's really important like you're allowed to be sad Uh, another thing too that I've really tried hard to do when I'm in a bad mental state is like take time for myself watch movies order uber eats be kind to myself like I think that's really important Uh, But another thing too that I really try to push and it's been really annoying because I've been so sick lately and I haven't been able to exercise, but exercise is the best thing for your mental health. Find the exercise that works best for you and gives you those endorphins that you need because endorphins make you happy. And like Elle Wood said, people who exercise do not kill people. You just need to do it. Like honestly... For me, learning to run and how to run and to run really far, that was the best thing for my mental health. I've never been a happier person than when I was running and I really need to get back into it. So hopefully I feel better in the near future. And another thing that I I preached before is these mirror mantras. Like honestly, whatever it is that you're insecure or upset about, tell yourself the best case scenario in the mirror and just chant it you know is it you're successful and just continue to chant that or is it I'm beautiful or I 
I'm smart, I'm worthy of love, whatever it is, make sure that you chant yourself that in the mirror. I actually, for my birthday from my housemate, got the most beautiful mirrored, like, what are they? Mirrored decals. And one says, I am loved. And then the other one, I actually don't know what it, maybe I am grateful. There's another one. And so that's on my mirror. I also have lipstick writing all over my mirror with like little mantras like you are hot because you are okay let's move on to the next question I I hope I don't sound as out of breath as I am I have been so sick as I've mentioned and it's been really really frustrating so next question sex is another topic that you cover on your podcasts how do you approach discussing sex in a way that's informative educational and respectful and what do you hope your listeners take away from these conversations so usually when I am discussing sex I am with either like a sexologist or a dating coach or someone who is an expert in the field because trust me that is something I am not I am not an expert in the field so these experts tend to lead the conversations and I'm just guiding it and and they've been trained in a way that you know, how to make a conversation like this respectful because I think that is so important when talking about a topic such as sex. I think from my end, I just try to be as open as possible because I think I think it's deluded to think that your experiences are just your own, right? I think there's so many people in this world that everything is a shared experience, whether you like to think it or not. So that's how I approach it. And then the people that I'm talking to, they kind of lead the important parts of, you know, being informative, educational and respectful. Okay, I love this question. As someone based in Melbourne, what are some of your favorite things about the city and the surrounding area? This is so formal. And are there any places or activities that you would recommend to visitors? So I am unfortunately... Melbourne's biggest fan because I've had so many cool opportunities that have meant that I would probably have to leave this city and I don't think I could do it. I love it here. I love my hometown of where I am. I'm, you know, inner city suburbs. I love being close to my family. I love everything except for the weather, I would say. Uh, (laughs) But My favorite things about Melbourne is definitely like the food culture. I am such a foodie, so I love trying new restaurants. I love drinking wine at the coolest wine bars. And I also love like the events culture of the city. Whether you know it's the Australian Open or the Comedy Festival or even Fashion Week, I just feel like there's so many fun things to do here in Melbourne. If you are visiting, I would definitely recommend going into the city, going to the NGV. There's so many cool restaurants. Honestly, just DM me and I can give you a long, long list. Uh, And also checking out an AFL game, ideally at the MCG. And if you can find an MCC member who can swing you a ticket that way, 100% do that. Okay, this is going to be the last question that I'm going to answer because I can feel my like voice closing up. It's so annoying and I have a very big podcast interview tomorrow, so I really don't want to have a sore voice. But it is finally what's next for you in terms of the selfish sesh and what are some goals you're working towards? I think for me, 
I kind of came into this year not knowing whether I was going to continue the podcast or not. And to be honest, I, I still am really struggling to know whether I will. I, I've i missed it and I, I feel like I've fallen back in love with it all. But sometimes I, I don't love it and sometimes I think it's okay to, you know, take time out for different things. You know, I have another podcast as well. I also have a radio show on a community radio station, mind you. And I also have a full-time job. So I'm very busy in that sense of things. And I also need time for fun. Like I'm 27 years old. So sometimes my priorities of working towards my professional goals and working towards my personal goals, they do kind of shift right now because I'm not really dating. And I also want to take a little break from drinking I'm going to put my heart and soul back into the podcast and see where that takes me. But I really don't have any specific goals with this at the moment. I'm just seeing where life takes me for once, which is really weird for me. I don't even have like goals for the year, which again is really, really weird for me because I'm a planner. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you now because I'm starting to feel so sick and I just want to upload this and go to bed. Anyway, love you. Bye. Thank you so much for having me in your ear holes today. As always, please subscribe, rate and review via your favourite podcast app and follow on Instagram at SelfishSesh. Stay selfish, babes, and chat soon.